Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? I wish I was exaggerating when I say that I have recorded this podcast so many times. Hello, hello, welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek in the middle of some sort of fucking mental breakdown for shirzies. Like, I don't know what is happening, but I am spiraling. Let me just tell you, here's the thing. I like recorded an episode yesterday, as I mentioned on my Instagram, I recorded this episode and I just fucking hated it. I was like, I don't like this episode. And, you know, I have subscribed to the fact that like I don't want to put out content that I don't believe in. And I understand, you know, with the mentality of like TikTok and podcasts, it's like there are so many creators out there that it feels like, oh, my God, if I skip a week or I skip an episode like I'm going to lose my followers. And and some of that is true, right? Like, I mean, it's just how the algorithm works and people and they want consistency and like all of that stuff I totally understand. But also like I'm not going to put out a podcast that I don't believe in. And I, I will say this. I know I'm really hard on myself. I think I've been getting better. Um, I remember like I would talk to Scotland after like almost every recording and be like, eh, I don't know about that, you know, and then it ended up being like a great episode or whatever. And, um, you know, maybe that was one of the things that happened yesterday too, was like, I didn't feel good about the podcast. And then I was like, oh, and I don't have my like person that I would call and say, oh, I don't like my, I didn't like the podcast, you know, like I didn't have my little like hype man anymore. And like, I really was thinking that I would do this episode without crying, but honestly, like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like I am who I am. I'm a crier. I'm not in like a good place right now. And I feel like that's fair. And I, and like I said about, you know, the breakup episode, everything I said in there, I meant, you know? Um, but I think what really draws listeners, I mean, you tell me to these episodes and stuff is that it's just really open And um, I do have to say, you guys, I can't go through that many breakups. So you have to stop stop loving those podcasts so hard. Um, (laughs) I've done two breakup episodes and they've both performed very well. And uh, I love that. But also, please stick around for the other episodes. You know, it was actually really funny because I did talk to Scotland and uh, after the episode and, you know, I'll talk about that later on. He's going back into his corner. You know what I mean? We're, we're shunning him behind the, the commercials again. I'm just kidding, but not really. Um, <laughs> but he did ask. He's like made this joke about like, oh, but did it outperform the last breakup episode? And I'm like, bitch, you were not social meds official. OK, if you would have been social media official, if you would have given me a little bit more time and a little bit of content to post, there would have been more people who were like, oh, what? Like this person that she posts about all the time, like they broke up. We didn't get to leave the breadcrumbs. Like when I went through my past relationship and the, for those of you who are new, I'm going to refer. I had a boyfriend that I dated for like almost five years. I just refer to him as my ex. Technically, Scotland is also now my ex, but I just like want to keep him Scotland. Like, let's just let's he, he keeps his name, you know. So anyway, so 
with my ex in that breakup episode, you know, I, I got to do the whole like everybody saw him on social media. I could delete all his pictures. I posted a hot girl post like, you know, um, baby's first thirst trap. And you know, I didn't get that opportunity. So that's it. Listen, if he wanted to have a more successful breakup podcast episode then he needed to have dated me longer and let me be social media official um I which you know you have to like make jokes about these things it's kind of the only way to get through it but anyways I've been listening to that song okay so this is for my 90s babies out there remember that song like more to life by Stacy or whatever her name was it's like there's gotta be more by the way the last time I sang on the podcast Scotland did tell me it was super embarrassing and maybe he's been plotting to break up with me since then and I guess now um me singing again is probably not going to help my case but uh there it is so anyways I uh I've been listening to that song because it popped up on TikTok and I was like oh my god remember this song and then I was like this is exactly how I'm feeling right now honestly and I know that's like sounds so dramatic but just hear me out have you ever just really been like what the fuck am I doing with life that is really how I'm feeling right now. And this is obviously not me like, don't like go send clips of this to my fucking corporate job and being like, she's going to quit. She's we got to run her, you know, it's not that per se. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like there I feel this emptiness right now, this like kind of lack of motivation and, and passion in life. And I think I mean, obviously a big part of that is would be fair enough to say it's the breakup because I think a lot of my like joy and excitement on my day to day really came from talking to Scotland. So, you know, um, and I, I, and I, that's not like on him, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, you know, I, I put my whole happiness in my boyfriend's hands and blah, 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 blah. It's not like that. It's just like, I think I could be more easily distracted from other things that were making me kind of sad because I had this little like boost you know, and I knew that like, you know, OK, well, I didn't I wasn't too satisfied with this part of my life, but my romantic part of my life I was really happy with. And now the situation is that there's not a lot of parts of my life that I feel really like accomplished and settled and good about. So this is kind of going to be my next really big journey is figuring out, you know, what what in my life like brings me that much joy and like who is the person that I really want to be? Because I feel like I was that person. Like, I think I went on that journey after my last breakup. And I feel like I was this person with Scotland. And I just need to figure out how to be that person in, like, all these aspects of my life. Because it's just, I think one of the things that, like, he taught me and something that I loved about being with him was he was so passionate about his career and I once again, like, I don't want this to come off like I'm going to quit because it's not I'm not saying I'm not passionate about my career. I just feel like I kind of got stuck in a routine and I'm not really like pushing boundaries or, you know, making changes or being myself, really. Like I always kind of like talked to meetings, advocated for my, you know, thing. And then also just the whole other side of the, the podcast. I think that this really is such a big dream for me. And I've been doing it. I think I've been doing it well and I've been consistent. But I think that, you know, 
I, I just I want to love it more. I want to like put more into it, which is why I was talking about manifesting. And I think manifesting is so important. I think it's tricky. I think I really now believe so strongly about putting negative thoughts out there and then them happening because um, I did that. Like I did a lot of like sabotaging and overthinking of my relationship. And obviously I'm not saying that's why I ended. Like I know that there's a very logical reason for the ending, but I feel like I spent a lot of time worrying about it ending that I didn't get to enjoy so much. Like I enjoyed a lot of the relationship, but like also I was so worried about it that I didn't get to experience it like I should have. And so I'm really trying to adopt this new mentality with my therapist about really being one of those people who lives for the day to day and like manifests the future. Cause I get so wrapped. I'm, I overthink so badly. Like I'm in my head, like I live motherfucking rent free up there. Like if they were charging me, I'd be broke as fuck because I'm constantly in there. And some of those things about myself, I do like sometimes for me, because I overthink things, I think that I am very sensitive to people's emotions. And, you know, sometimes like I would be, this happened with Scotland all the time where I'd be like, Hey, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, you know, we would, I, if I made any like offhand comment, you know, I would like go back and think about it. And I'd be like, Hey, you know, I just want to make sure that like, I, I didn't say this the wrong way. Or like, you understand what I was coming from. And I, as much as I'm sure it was like annoying for him to give me validation all the time on it. What I did like about it though, was that I did think about other people's emotions and like what, and, and cared enough. Like I always found it as some, like a part of me that was caring. So as much as I would maybe like to not have to do that as much, which I have been working on that for a really long time. I'm definitely not as bad as I used to be, but I think it's more that like, I'm so afraid of things not working out that I'm not going to try. And I really got through that with dating. Like when I went back into the dating world, um, you know, I was like, there's, there is that fear that like, you're just not going to find somebody you're going to get ghosted. You're going to get hurt. So then you don't do it. Right. And I really pushed through that and went back to dating. And obviously I met a bunch of very fun characters that if you've never binged the podcast, you can go back and listen to. And then I met Scotland and that was great. And I think that like, you know, I don't want to be held back and I don't want to be the person that held myself back. Like, I think I just need, this is a new era for me. I do look at life and seasons because I, that's how I like to look at my friend, uh, my best friend's relationship. I always talk about them in seasons. And I think that like I had a short, a shorter season um, than I would have liked to with Scotland. But I think that I'm moving into this next season. And I, I want to say this. I don't think I... I think I would have become this person either way. I've been having these thoughts for a long time. Um, so, you know, either way, I I was going to work on this shit. Like I had this written out to talk about last week. And then obviously I got dumped and I was like, fuck. Um, but either way, I think I just I want to take all these things that I think about in my head and that I'm proud of. And I want to like put them out into the world and um you know, just focus on things that make us make me happy. And I, I'm sure a lot of people get stuck in this, too, because we're like we go to school to go to school. We go to school to like get into school to like, you know, go to a job that we're supposed to love right away and then move on and, and all these things. And it, it can be hard and it can feel lost. And you're balancing like having like putting your passion into your job. But then like sometimes there's other like 
side hustles that you love. And then let's not forget about your friends. Like for me, I love my friends and I love putting effort into them. I love being a fucking bridesmaid. I like, it's a whole, whole ass personality trait for me. Like, and these are kind of the things I want to focus on. And so, um, yeah, that's just kind of what I've been thinking about a lot and apparently getting emotional about a lot. And yeah. So anyways, I, I thought that last week was just going to be our only like spiritual ass episode. Um, but here we go. But I'm serious. You, you have to stop loving those so hard because I can't get broken up with that many times. You know what I mean? It hurts. It hurts. OK, I do want to talk about this, about the breakup, though. OK, and I like I said, I was going to give um, Scotland his own corner at the end of the podcast and he'll still get it. But there's one of these things about moving on that I was thinking about today on my hot girl walk. And um, it's really interesting because when you go through a breakup that you're not mad at the person, it is a little bit harder to, like, get the energy for hot girl summer, if you know what I mean. And listen, I'm not complaining. I am so grateful that I didn't get like cheated on or any of that shit, you know, like that it was honest communication. Like what a great way to go through a breakup. Um, I could have done without the text, but you know, he's apologized for that a hundred times. So like, I'm not going to give him shit, but, um, you know, one of these things is that I, because I, I really don't hate him, but it's like, you know, when you break up with someone that you are kind of like, yeah, you're like, well, my life's going to be better and blah, blah, blah. So here's, here's the way I'm, I'm starting to look at it to help me kind of move on without being a mean bitch. Maybe it's going to sound bitchy, but I think I've been so focused and granted, once again, it's only been a few weeks that we've been broken up, but I've been focusing so much on what I lost by losing him that I started to switch my focus on to what he lost because I'm no longer around. And let me tell you something, that change in mindset has been so helpful. Okay. And it doesn't mean because like, I think it's easier because you're like, I'm going to make him fucking regret it. Don't get me wrong. I too would love to make him regret it. I don't want him to be in any pain at all because I genuinely like I care about him and I totally understand why he made his decision. But I'd be lying if there wasn't a part of me that's like make him regret it. But it's just it's not in this mean way of like fuck him. But it's just like, okay, I'm focused on all these things like I miss uh, talking to him every day. I miss his support. I miss um, his jokes. I miss his face honestly he's you know like I miss the the support he gave me the way he made me feel right like all these things and I've been focused on them I'm like now I have to live my life without all these things and then today I was like but he also has to now live a life without me and then that forced me to start listing things about myself that I liked because then I had to be like well you know now there's no more weekly dinners you know which obviously I love to talk about in the podcast like I'm not making him dinner every week. Now he doesn't have somebody to just support him in everything he did. Because if there's one thing I can say about myself, it's that I was so fucking supportive and I never, it was never a burden to me. And that's the other thing. It's like, I loved without any like feelings of burden. Like I was like, I'm in your life and I truly like am here and he's losing that. 
And those are things I like about myself. So, and listen, I truly do hope that he's not like listening to this and feeling bad or whatever. Like I had to write the idea of him listening to any further podcasts out of my mind, because even when I saw this, this stuff, I was like, oh, I just don't want to like say that and make him feel bad or anything like that. But no, like this is my healing process now. And I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are like me going through, even if he was shitty or whoever you dated he or she or however they identify your partner was like shitty to you and you're broken up. So you kind of have that like fuck him mentality and you're just still struggling. It's so easy for us to get lost in what what you are missing out on. And I'm telling you, switch that narrative of what they're missing out on. And it's it really it really changes the game. So that is my breakup advice. I think that we're going to be, you know, really going through some breakup shit together and I'm into it for us. And like I said, more in Scotland after the commercial break, but I just wanted to throw that out there early on the podcast. Now that we're on the spiritual hype to get off of the spiritual hype, I want to talk about something that I saw on TikTok and I feel like I should just have TikTok corner at this point because so much of my content comes from there. But listen, I'm a talker, a TikToker. I don't know what they're called. Anyways. Okay. So I saw this TikTok and it was at a Target and the bathroom was closed and they were like, oh no, 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 no. And I was like, hold the motherfucking phone. Are there other of you out there that love shitting at Target? I thought this was just me. It was also one of the only reasons I was like into my ex. I'm just kidding. It's not one of them. But this was what a big connecting factor for us because he too liked to shit at Target. And I thought this was just a secret we had between us. Are there other Target shitters out there? Tell me more. Because my sister used to make fun of me for this forever, by the way. She would be like, because we would literally get to Target with my mom and I would immediately like go take a shit. And granted, I have Crohn's disease. So I do think it's a hate crime that she made fun of me for. I'm just kidding. Hate crime was a little too far. Um, as a white person, I don't think I can make that joke. Uh, so anyways, I, I took it very, uh, very personal that she used to make fun of me for it. And uh, now I can give her shit because she has already asked me to be the godmother of her kids. So now I can kind of like get away with shit because she can't take that away from me. I've got the bracelet. I will talk about that later. Anyways, so from there, it's like immediately when I would get to a Target, I would just like have to poop. And something about pooping there was so grand. And when I saw this on TikTok, I was like, no fucking way. I did not know I was not alone on this. So if you please, for the love of God, at Ashley Sleek on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you can hit me up on my website, AshleySleek.com, two E's, please don't forget. Please tell me if you shit at Target all the time, because I'm telling you, it was like a euphoria moment when I saw this TikTok. I was like, I have never felt more fucking seen in my life, in my life. Um, Okay. So also, as I mentioned, my sister did ask me to be her baby's godmother. I have a like co-godmother. There's two of us. We're a nice pair of lesbian lovers, which I'm very into. Um, but so basically my my brother-in-law's sister is the other godmother. And so my sister asked me and I'm super excited. I mean, I feel like I was built for the aunt life. And obviously, as we learned from uh, my last episode, I also, you know, kind of tapped into this big kid side of my life that I didn't think I was going to tap into at any point. And I always knew I was going to like 
be I was always like hoping I would be an aunt, a good aunt, but then I like really feel it now. I feel like I'm gonna be a good godmother, you know? And I and I had a great godmother. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast a few times, but it was really special because she was there when my sister asked me to be um the godmother and like what a cool experience and it's like my mom's sisters both my sister and I's godmother and then you know like I'm my sister it's just like this cool thing and I'm super honored so you know another big part of this you know whole mantra for me about like being the person that I want to be and all this stuff and continuing all the good thoughts that I had from from being with Scotland is kind of like one of those things about kids, which is so weird because as someone who never wanted them, I never thought they would have this effect on me. But like when I met my best friend, Julia's kid, um, I immediately, immediately fell in love with her. Right. And then things like just started to change for me where I was like, wait, I kind of want to like have my shit together. Like if this kid asked me a question, like I want to know that I can give an answer. And I felt that way with like my sister and obviously with Scotland and all this stuff. So anyways, I just wanted to share that very specialness there. The thing is, I so we threw her a baby shower this weekend. And so I've thrown my sister a multitude of parties over the last couple of years. And that is not, this is not me rubbing it in to her in any way. I will all make sense as to why I'm saying this. But so I threw an engagement party along with my mom. I'm not going to take cred. My mom and I could probably start a company on our own. We're like literally like she does the food and I do the decor. And then I would like bring my my bestie Kim in like as co-maid of honors. Like we slayed this back in the day. But honestly, like my mom does such good food. And then like we could do decor and stuff. Anyways, pipe dream. So my mom does the food. I did this. So we did an engagement party. We did a mini shower like during COVID. Then we did a bridal shower and then now a baby shower. So as you can imagine, a lot of the same players in the game come to these events, right? So I have taken note as to how people peruse. And I had all those like fun games that are like cards. It's like bridal emoji or like who said what, all that shit. And I felt like I was hounding people to play games. You know, I felt like I was all up in their business. Like, are you going to play the game? Are you going to play the game? And it's just kind of like, they just wanted to socialize. And so I had a few activities out that I thought were fun. The one that got used the most was like guessing the due date of the baby. But then I also had like diapers you could draw on. And then I did this ABC book. So it'd be a uh, baby's first ABC book. And it was like A and you draw a picture of something in A. So obviously I would like draw myself so she knows um, and all this stuff. But the problem is, is that only two people did them. So I only have four letters complete. And now I'm like, do I have to color the rest of this fucking book? Like, is this what it's like to be a godmom? I got to pick up everybody else's slack. Like, no shade to the people who came to the party. But Jesus Christ, like now I got to like color all these fucking pages and do this ABC book. Ugh, so annoying. Also, this does remind me I wanted to to point this out. Um, I know a lot of people really loved my wedding tip TikToks. And I haven't done them in a little bit. So the, the original reason I stopped doing them was because I was moving. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to focus on this shit because, like, it was just stressing me out. The other reason now, you see, when you go through an unexpected breakup or even an expected one, sometimes you don't want to be on wedding TikTok anymore. And if you post TikToks about weddings, you're going to see their content. And here's my thing. I think jealousy gets a little bit of a bad rap. I think that there's different levels. I'm not the kind of jealous person where I can't be happy for somebody else. 
I don't understand that shit at all. Because for me, like I at no point and I am I like, oh, my God, I can't like I can't be in this person's wedding because like my life's tragic and Scotland broke up with me. Right. I mean, I am literally officiating a wedding on Saturday when my ex and I broke up. I went to a bachelorette party that I planned as the maid of honor literally within the next like, oh, my God, how many I want to say it was like two weeks or maybe a month, either way, like either way in a fresh to death mindset. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. What you can do though, is choose to not have it fully on your TikTok page. I'm allowed to not want to see fucking, you know, Veronica from freaking Scottsdale's bachelorette party. My therapist backed me up on this. He was like, why do you feel like a bitch for needing a break or like not wanting to be, you know, surrounded by videos of like people's love when you're like going through a breakup. And I was like, no, I don't know because I I don't know because I feel like if I'm not, I don't know, like if I'm not selfless, then I'm that I'm selfish. You know, I think there's a, a line in between there that I just didn't recognize. And so anyways, I took a break from wedding TikToks and I just I know that I've been reached out to this on the DL a few times because people have asked me before, which is a fair fucking question. How how have you been in all these weddings and like never been jealous? I'm like, bitch, I am like I am. But that doesn't stop me from being happy for them. Like, why are those two things different? Like, why can't I be a little bit like, oh, I can't wait for like my wedding and be like sad that I don't have love, but still be happy for you. Like, why? Why do those two things have to be different? I don't understand that. Like if I was complaining to the bride. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. It's like those people who go to weddings. They're like, oh, can't wait for it to be my turn. No, shut the fuck up. This isn't your day. I would never. What I'm talking about is literally just ignoring a couple wedding TikToks and like journaling about my pain. That's normal. And I and I think the fear, the reason I've never really talked about this out loud so much, when people text me, I'm like, oh, I'll talk to you about it all day. I just never wanted to come off like, because my friends are very protective of me, obviously. And my fear was that they would stop talking to me about wedding stuff because they think like my feelings are hurt or like, oh, I'm going through a breakup. So like, I can't tell you that like my mother-in-law is driving me fucking nuts. It's like, no, bitch, please. I'm here. My tea is piping. My cup is here. I'm ready to hear about it. So um, anyways, that's all just to say that I think I, I get it. So I will return with my TikToks about weddings soon. I'm just taking a mini mental health vacation. Okay. But I do have a lot to talk about because I've got like a bachelorette party coming up. Like I said, I'm officiating on Saturday. Can't wait. I'm can't wait to tell you guys all about it. Um, last time I officiated a wedding, I got blacked out and ended up looking for a snack. If you can remember, um, in the kitchen. So we'll see what happens this time. Same date, by the way, um, gotta give a shout out to, um, to my 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 best friend Jenna um I was like when obviously like my ex was supposed to come with me the last time I was officiating and she stepped in for me last minute and then um Scotland actually had told me a little bit before that he might not be able to come because of a conflict with work and then um obviously but that that part of the story is not as fun as me saying like then Scotland broke up with me and I need another date so he did teach me um the the line about don't let the truth get in the way of good story. So I'm just going to take that feedback and just say that. And then Scotland dumped me. So I had to get a new date to the wedding. Um, <laughs> so anyways, 
I'm super excited and I will definitely share all the updates. I don't know if I'll be as wild as last time, but I think it's going to be a good time either way. And um, I've been working on my little speech for the last uh, couple weeks. So I'm excited. Tomorrow I go back into the office for the first time with my um, big girl corporate job. And I am very excited about this. I know that's probably like rare. I think when I talk to people, they're like, you're one of the only people who's excited to go back to work. And here's a couple of things I'm not excited about. Step one, obviously having to poop there. I was like, fuck, I forgot about this. But for some reason, the most anxiety that I get is having to fill up my water bottle because I do have an emotional support water bottle and I probably drink, it's like 32 ounces and I probably fill it up at least five times a day, if not more. And the water at the office is very slow. I'm hoping in the last two years in the pandemic, they were able to fix that. But it's just that awkward conversation or when I have to like wait in line for it. And I know that I come off as someone who would be amazing at small talk. Here's the thing, though. I am socially awkward and I'm actually very quiet in the beginning, which some of you guys are like, I would love to meet that bitch. And I hear you. You wouldn't. I know she sounds fun and mysterious and intriguing. She's not. I just get really like I get really fucking awkward and I'm not looking forward to that part again, but it's going to be okay. I am excited for my outfit. It kind of worked out because, you know, I usually only get dressed to take pictures for the podcast and it really worked out for me that like now I have to get dressed tomorrow and that will also be like I have to get dressed for the office. So um, very, very excited about that. There's a couple other things that I was going to talk about this week, but I will save them for next week because I do feel like it's getting time for me. Well, before I go to the commercial break and talk about other shit, there are a couple of news stories that I wanted to like run down. This one being the first one because I feel like I don't want people to miss out on this news because I think it's so big. I read that there is a sports bar opening in Portland, Oregon called the Sports Bra. And it's a sports bar that's literally just playing women's sports. How have we not had this yet? I am so excited about this. I was like, oh, yes, let me book my motherfucking trip to Portland right now. Like, I've got to see this shit like play out. This is amazing. Like, what a fun concept. So in the article, I think I got this hopefully from the New York Times. I can't remember. But um, they said the mission is to make great food and delicious drinks and provide a space that supports, empowers and promotes girls and women in sports and in the community. How fucking cool is that? So I wanted to make sure that I got that on I'm Sorry with the podcast. So if you haven't heard that yet, I know I used to live in Eugene, so I might still have a couple Oregon followers and listeners. And so if you're in the area, definitely go check it out. I can't remember if it's open now or not, but um, if it is, I um, I definitely want to now plan a trip. I mean, I don't exactly have time off in 2022, but in 2023, I think I want to take a trip to Portland, Oregon for sure. And I would definitely stop back in Eugene because they have some of the best wineries, like low key, like, and I say that knowing damn well that I grew up in Livermore and went to school in Sonoma County. So like I'm snobby. Their wine's so fucking good. Um, Also, the Grammys, they were on not super exciting, but it was fun. It was like nice to watch. You know what I mean? Um, I thought that what, what it reminded me of, honestly, while I was watching it, was how many good ass breakup songs came out during my last breakup. And I'm just wondering, where's those vibes right now? Like when I went through my first like breakup with my ex, you know, I got Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, the full Olivia Rodrigo album, Taylor Swift re-recording Red, 
Like I was thriving. Where the fuck is that kind of energy right now? Like where are my breakup songs that like are going to take me that next level? I mean, once again, it's hard when you don't hate them. But like, does anyone want to write a song for me about like right person, wrong time? Like, hi, I need that. Also, I I do think actually, and listen, this is going to sound cocky. I did used to write poetry um, <laughs> growing up, which I was made fun of for. And so then I stopped, um, which probably wasn't that good. So it's fine, whatever. Now I just express myself through the podcast. But I do wonder if I could write a song. I definitely couldn't sing it. I think we all learned that from me being here on the podcast and singing to you all. Um, it was a very important lesson to be learned. Uh, but anyways, I, I don't know. Maybe I could write a song about it. But what happened at the Grammys that I did want to talk about was that Courtney and Travis apparently got married after in Vegas. Now I'm reading the latest report that I read is that they didn't actually get married because they didn't have a marriage certificate, but they just wanted to like test it out. And, you know, my sister brought up this point back in the day that she said that she thinks there's going to be a new trend of weddings of having two weddings, a micro wedding and a major wedding. Right. And I was like, whatever, because obviously she had to um, the couple that I'm officiating this weekend. They also had like a smaller covid wedding and then like are getting to have their big day. And I was like, whatever, Jillian. And then I saw this happen and I was like, maybe she was onto something. Maybe she was onto something. Maybe people are going to have like major big weddings and then also like elope to Las Vegas or whatever. I mean, let us not forget that Jim and Pam on The Office did it first. Okay. But I I just think that's super interesting. And then I just want to make this one comment. Kim Kardashian was um, on a uh, on Good Morning America and along with some of the other Kardashians. And the only clips I saw were about Pete Davidson. And she said that she's very and very happy and at peace with him. And I was listening to this other podcast today. I I have a hard time. I can't decide my feeling on Barstool Sports. So I never, I try not to listen to their podcasts. I feel like there's, I want to do more research on like if I should be supporting them as a company. Um, But there's this one girl named Brianna who I've kind of come to love on TikTok. And she did this episode of on her podcast where she was talking about like how she split up her friend group because she like basically homie hopped. And I was like, now I got to know this fucking story because she like just got out of a relationship. She's 22 years old, by the way. She just got out of like a long term relationship and she got drunk and like hooked up with like the wrong guy, which listen. 22 going through a heartbreak. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying like, I kind of get it. But now she actually is like kind of ending up with one of the guys and she talks about how she feels really like calm and stuff. And it was really interesting because as a common theme, when I was with Scotland, my sister, you know, talked about it on the podcast. She said that I also, you know, we talked about the whole calm thing and I'm like, oh, this is, and I, you know, we kind of talked about what that meant and me just feeling comfortable and stuff. And I was like, I think that's really the energy someone that you, I mean, granted, obviously I can't sit here because like mine didn't turn out that well, but um, I think that's maybe the kind of vibes you should be looking for in a partner is someone who just like makes you feel at ease instead of like, because I think we get really hyped up and like, I need to feel butterflies and fireworks and all this stuff. And I'm like, actually feeling calm and safe and comfortable really outweighed any fucking firework that I could have felt. I mean, I'm not saying there wasn't a spark between Scotland and I, but I just mean like getting to feel that way was really 
nice. And it was interesting to hear Kim say that. And even if this doesn't work out for her and, and Pete and whatever, which hopefully does because he branded himself for her, um, which that's a commitment I will never understand. Uh, I think it's I think it's nice like that she's happy and I'm I'm happy for her. As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done. Right. But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not gonna wanna go out to the store. So why would you wanna go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a new year's resolution to like be smarter, this is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com. Plus, you are going to get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Listen, who would have known that we were going to be back so soon with content that my dad can't listen to? And I would... I will still request that the rest of my family doesn't listen, but I know they I know they don't listen when I say don't listen. So we're back at that shit again. But here's the thing. Um, I did something that new girl so politely calls backsliding, and I most definitely had sex with Scotland last week. And here's the thing. Um, I was like, do I talk about this on the podcast or do I not? And I have to give it to my friends because there are a lot of the reason that I talked about it. Some... Listen, and there's a lot of friends that I haven't talked to about this. So I'm really sorry if it's coming up first on the podcast. And I'd like to explain that after. But friends that I talked to, you know, that happened to call me and I'm like, hi. So I did a thing. Literally, it would be like that every time. Hey, how are you doing? Um, So I did something. They're like, what? I'm like, well, I had sex with Scotland. And they're like, yeah. You know, a lot of them were like, no shit you did. Like, you guys went through a breakup that was like unpredictable you still have major feelings for him like it would be really hard to just cut that off and like a little bit unnatural and then you know some friends were like I mean I did the same and I think for me like I didn't ever like go back and hook up with my ex um there's a couple reasons for that I didn't want to also he if you remember he left the state so that or the or the area not the state but he went he he fleed fleed away so i didn't have the opportunity but also in no in no time did i ever want to but like um basically what happened so scotland called me after the podcast on wednesday or texted me and it was super nice you know i didn't put out the podcast that he would hear it but like i'm not gonna fucking lie to you guys I'm gonna keep it 100 because like I said I have to write off the idea that he listens to this and just like tell you guys as I would tell you and when I did it I was like you know this was a really nice account of our relationship and I really hope that he sees it as such and I wasn't thinking he'd reach out to me and be like 
take me back. Your podcast was so good. We're getting back together. That that didn't really cross my mind, but more I was just hoping that he appreciated it and like saw our relationship kind of similar to the way that I did, you know, and there was a lot of those things that I probably would have like written out in a note to him, but I was like, well, said on the podcast, hope he listens. Uh, so, you know, he reached out, he said it was great. And then we kind of caught up and it was good. And then we kind of like texted back and forth, um, you know, on Friday as well. Then Saturday I had to go back. I had been in Livermore and then I had to go back to my apartment in San Jose and we were talking and he's like, Oh, so you're in town. And I was like, Yes, I am. And then we had this long conversation about whether or not I should come over. And, you know, I was like, oh, I think it's just going to be hard if like we hook up and then like you never talk to me again. Then it's going to feel like like I'm just a booty call or whatever. And we talked about that. And he was like, you know, we're good, like whatever. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm going to let you make this decision. You let me know. So then I sat there for a minute and I was like, you know what? Do I want to do this? Because remember, I was like, this is what I was going to talk about before, was I wanted to live in the day to day and not worry as much about the future. So I was like, do I want to? And I was like, I do want to. I do want to. Like, I want to see him, you know, what have sex with him if that happens, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and it was it was so fun going over there. And listen, once again, was I a part of me like, maybe I'll go over there. I'll give him the like right of his life. And then he'll be like, I can't fucking break up with this girl. Yeah, of course. A part. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm not going to sit here and act like there wasn't a part of me that was like, maybe we'll like rekindle and he'll change his mind. No shit. I'm, I, I'm a fucking human being who was in love with somebody. Of course, if he hits me up and I go see him, I'm going to secretly hope that he wants me back. Right. But that wasn't, but I knew going into it, I was like, you can't go into it thinking that this is going to fix shit. You have to just go into it being like, okay, do I want to like go hang out with this person? No strings attached. So even though I knew that there, like there was a part of me that was like, hmm, take me back. There was a bigger part of me that was just like, I love spending time with this person and I just want to make myself feel happy. And if I going to see him is going to make me feel happy, then I'm going to do that. And it did. And like, you know, I mean, of course it's, it's hard, but this is where I was getting into this thought about overanalyzing everything because I, one of my girlfriends had called me and she was like, listen, here's the thing I'm worried about is that you are going to do the same thing as the breakup and you're going to like sit there and analyze it. Like go with what you just said. You went over there because you wanted to and that's the end of the story. And I was like, yes, this is what I do. I overanalyze everything and then I get trapped in it. And then all of a sudden I'm just like in my thoughts. So a part of the reason that I didn't go like call everybody was one, like it's, it was hard because I didn't want to relive it. I'm not going to lie. I was afraid of everybody's reaction. I didn't want to hear people tell me I was stupid and like, oh my God, what are you doing? He's going to break your heart again. It's like, well, I'm like, my heart's broken. I'm just like trying to get laid. You know, I'm just kidding. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. It was just that like, I miss this person. I want to feel happiness for like a set. Like who can blame me? I spent a week crying. Like I can spend a night laughing. Fuck yeah. Like, you know, so, and then I just, honestly, I got really tired this week and I was like, I can't catch up. Obviously, you know, I took me forever to do the podcast and all this stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, like I don't, regret it at all. I, I don't know how he feels. We didn't like have this conversation. I did ask in the morning, actually. It's like, do you regret this? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, good. Me either. Like, you know, and I think it was, it was just kind of nice. It was just two people who like enjoy each other's company. And, um, 
in and outside the bed. I'm sorry, I'll stop making jokes. Except for this one thing that I realized though, when I was driving home, I was like, is it interesting that I have had international dick, but I've never traveled internationally? Like, do you think he could stamp my passport? Like, did I earn enough credit to be a dual citizen? Is that too far? I just thought it was really funny. I was like, I have never left this country. And yet, I don't know, maybe when I go back to my single life, instead, you know, people are like super ratchet and they try to like have sex with somebody from every um, letter of the alphabet. Like maybe if I ever wanted to go back into ho phase, I could do countries. I don't think I'm interested in going back to ho phase at all. So I'm really sorry if you loved ho phase content. I don't think I need it. I think I'm like very content in what I'm looking for now. Like ho phase is fun. And if you need it, do it. For me, like at this point in my life, like I know I want a partner. I know I'm ready for a partner. I know I'm ready to be at some point a wife. But, you know, especially dating um, Scotland, you know, I got I, there was so much of what I loved about myself being with him that was like, oh, I loved being this like supportive partner. And when I was dating my ex, I was like a fucking bitch. Like I was so fucking mean all the time. Literally, people would be like, it's so funny. You're like so nice to everybody except for your boyfriend. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's because I'm really fucking mad at him all the time and I'm not happy in this relationship. And that's not me to say that, like, you shouldn't give your boyfriend shit because, like, even I gave Scotland shit sometimes, Oh, which reminds me, I do have to, like, retract my statement about the casserole dish because he did wash it by hand and he was like, I didn't want it to get streaky. So, like, there was a reason and I felt like I might have hurt his feelings with my comments about his dishwashing and so I take it back, okay? Like, I'm sorry. Um, but I did used to remember when I was wife trapping, I would do all the dishes. So when I went over there, I noticed that the dishes weren't done. And I was like, hmm, see, remember when I, remember when you had a girlfriend who'd do your dishes for you? Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not really. So anyways, so I, um, anyways, I just, I know that I'm ready I'm not going to jump back on a dating app right now because obviously I'm still doing my healing and I want to like take time to really like process everything and all. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not over him. So like, I don't think that's like very fair for me to like go back on the apps right now or whatever. But, um, I just mean that like, I don't, I'm just meaning that to say that I don't need a hoe phase. Sometimes hoe phase comes without you wanting it though, because that's just dating in the modern era. Uh, but yeah. So anyways, that that happened. And um, it's really it's really funny because I wrote this down. I was like in my notes about talking about this. I said, um, you know, the song that happened to come on on my shuffle on my drive home was I did something bad by Taylor Swift. And I always thought that that song was about like her exposing Kanye West. But the lyrics, they say I did something bad. But why does it feel so good? There's no way that's not about fucking your ex. There's no fucking way. I really the whole time was like, oh, yeah, like, look what you made me do. Like, you know, Kim Kardashian. And then I, nope, I went down the path and I was like, this is what this bitch is talking about. I don't know which ex she hooked up with, but that's for sure what that song was about. For sure. So anyways, um, it's absolutely zero regrets. And um, I definitely feel like I presented this a lot better than the first. The first time was like fine, but it wasn't funny. I was like, it is what it is. I think I was so nervous about what everyone was going to think when I said it. And I was like, ner- it was the same thing. I was like, I'm nervous. I, it, by the way, I know that my friends are going to be supportive of me literally no matter what I do. It's just that like 
I wasn't prepared to hear judgment. And when I did this, I was like, I don't want to fucking hear it from anyone. But actually, like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Like, this is the part of the new era. Like, this is the new season. Like, I'm doing... I'm living my life day to day. I'm living confidently. I'm loving the people around me. I'm still me. I'm still my big heart. I'm still kind, understanding. I'm giving that energy to myself. I'm giving that energy to my friends. I'm giving that energy to strangers on the street, whatever. And I'm not going to give a fuck and be wrapped up in everybody's expectations or thoughts of me because that's what kills me is that like I'm so worried about what everybody thinks about me. And I've been this way my whole life. And I just want to like let go at this point. I have these, like my life is surrounded by amazing people and I wouldn't get those people in my life if I was a piece of shit. So like, I just need to start being the person I want to be and the person they see. And I, if I make a mistake or honestly, it still doesn't feel like a mistake to me. If I hook up my ex and I backslide, then I fucking did it. And it's good ass content for the podcast, you know? So anyways, um, I, I feel, I feel not, I feel no shame, I feel happy and ready to let's see this is why I did the podcast by the way because I was pushing myself at the beginning you know I like was crying and obviously now we're in a different mode but I was I told myself I'm like just even though I was like I don't know I'm still not feeling it do I skip another week like blah blah and I was like no doing the podcast makes you happy it's like when people talk about working out and they're like, you know, you really hate starting it, but once you're doing it, you're happy, which honestly, like, that's not my vibe. I really hate working out. I hate starting it. I hate doing it. But then when I'm feeling a little bit more fit, then I like it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not enjoying the process there. It's more about the end game, but this is what I mean about the podcast. It's like, it was hard for me to start it because I felt so like off. But then as I've been doing it, it's like, yes, that's right. Like this feels so good. This feels so right. Like, um, so yeah, anyways, I'm very happy. I love doing it. I'm going to sneak in and I'm sorry what moment of the week really quick in here. I know these podcasts are getting longer and longer, but like no one's complained. No one's complained. So we're going to keep going. Here's my deal. And I know that I'm a wannabe influencer and I have no shame in the game on that. Absolutely none. And I know that like, I'm one of those people that does like, hi friends, like, you know, in that exact voice. But I've noticed that because people got so much shit about starting their, you know, Instagram stories or YouTube videos or whatever the same way, that people were trying to get creative with the names, okay? I was scrolling through TikTok and somebody was like, hi, stinky babies. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what would you call me? Like, listen, bitch, I know I've been in a depression, non-shower state. But I know your ass not just call me a stinky baby. And then there was something else that was like my like rambunctious monkeys or some shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck? And then one of them is just like, hey, fuckers. And I was like, nope. I felt attacked. Like I felt yelled at. And listen, I don't scroll through TikTok to feel yelled at. OK. And it was just so, like stinky babies. Does anyone enjoy being called either one of those names? Stinky is a very specific diss. Because now I'm insecure because what happened that made me smell bad because like that's stressful. And then a baby, a baby, as Moria Rose would say, no fucking way. Did you just call me a stinky baby? 
That's disgusting. No shade to her. I'm sure her video was great. I didn't watch it because I was like, no. But like, can we normalize people just saying like, can we stop making fun of people for saying hi, friends or whatever? So then we don't end up with shit like this. I understand branding. Don't get me wrong, because like then I was like, does she have T-shirts that say, hey, stinky baby? And like, are people in it? Just is someone walking around with a T-shirt that says I'm a stinky baby? Because I would walk the other fucking direction. Like, I know I was just saying live your life judgment free, but there's some like judgment exists for a reason. There's some people who deserve to be judged for their choices. And if you're walking around with a shirt that says like, hey, stinky baby, like I'm not. I just I just can't. I just can't. Like, granted, I know that there's shirts from one of my favorite podcasts that say stay sexy and don't get murdered. That wouldn't deter me. That's facts. You should stay sexy and not get murdered. But stinky babies? I just, I can't. I just can't. I just can't. Um, so, okay, stinky babies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm telling you, I I really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who listened to the last episode. Um, it does make it feel better to go through heartbreak when the content does well. And I noticed that like a lot of my other old episodes were getting listened to. So um, if you're binging the podcast, fuck yeah. I love that. You're about to go through like such the emotional roller coaster. And I just want you to know, it's not lost on me that last week's episode was my 90th episode. So in a couple weeks here, I'm going to be hitting 100, which is so crazy. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. The podcast is just growing and growing before my eyes. So please, if you haven't subscribed yet or downloaded, please make sure you do. I'm available on all sorts of streaming platforms, Google, Apple, Amazon, um, Spotify. I have my own website that you can listen on, ashleysleek.com. Um, there's a couple fun things on the website. You can see like old interviews I did when I was in radio, um, my breakup blog from back in the day. Maybe I need to pick that shit back up. But anyways, uh, I know that there's a lot of tough stuff going on in the world and it's really easy to feel alone because I've felt it and I get to like pick up the phone and call a friend or I listen to a podcast. And I really hope that this is one of those podcasts that you can listen to and you feel like somebody's like with you. Like I'm cheering you on. Uh, trust me. I believe in you and I believe in everything happens for a reason. So even if you make a, a, something that feels like a mistake or whatever, like it was meant to happen. You're on the right path. You're going to do it. You're strong. You're beautiful. I, I love you so much. Thank you so much for helping me make my dream come true. Please share this podcast with a friend. Tell them that they're about to get a new best friend with me. And yeah, I love you all so much. Okay, bye.